Stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Welcome to another episode of Spirit Katana. I'm one of your hosts, the Old Man. I'm Ruby. And I'm Jade Fire. And together we are journeying through the New Testament. Uh, uh, we just wrapped up Colossians, and now we are going to try to tackle 1 Thessalonians 1-5. through 5. Um, As we've been doing shorter groups of chapters instead of 8. Uh, lately we've been doing 4s, but this one's going to be 5, so maybe, maybe it'll be too much for us. We'll have to see, see if we're up to the task. <laughs> All right. So, starting with First Thessalonians one. Does anybody have any highlights they would like to share? Verse two. Verse two. It says we are grateful to God for our lives, for your lives, and we always pray for you. Um, I think it's interesting how it says that they're grateful to God for their lot or for like the other people's lives instead of just theirs. Like how they like teaching them and stuff, it seems like it's saying. Mm, I think I think it's a lot of things. I think they thank them for the things that they've been doing and how you know, and preaching the word and sharing the good news and helping probably give donations to other people and helping and maybe even writing to Paul when he's been in prison and who knows what else. Like I'm sure they're thankful for a lot of different reasons because they've probably been doing good work. Um, yeah. Like they're thankful that they're just so happy that they're taking the teaching and stuff. I yes. Think. Yep. I, I think you're probably right. And that they continually mention them in their prayers. So whenever they're speaking to God, they mention either their thanks for them or even praying for them to make sure that they continue on the way, I'm sure. Yeah. Anything else in chapter one? Verse four. Sweet. Dear brothers and sisters, you are dearly loved by God, and we know that he has chosen you to be his very own. Um, I, um, I don't know if we have to describe how, why I like this verse. Um, I like how, I think I like how they're saying, like, that God has chosen all of us to be his very own. Hmm. Like, how it says that. It is nice to know that he has chosen us. Yeah. That we get to be his, since he's our creator and the perfect father. So it's nice to know that we are his children. Like there's nothing, like yeah. nothing. The extreme of evil cannot happen to us because we're his. Yep. And we can go to him when we need help. Mm-hmm. Or if we're, okay. or we're struggling with things, or if we're confused about things, we can always just turn to him. Uh, and he's always willing to listen. He's not going to be like shaming us yeah i think i forget to talk to him a lot yeah and like that's something like here on earth like we strive to try to be like as parents me and your mom but even as friends to other people we want to be those kinds of people that can you can come to and talk to us even if it seems like a bad thing that you know you should not be doing at least we can try to help you get out of it and stop doing it that kind of stuff you know mm-hmm 
And if you need help because of the foolish things, because we always we need help sometimes because of our own foolish decisions. <laughs> That's all the highlights I have for verse one. You mean chapter one? Yep. It's a short chapter. It is a very short chapter, and it felt mostly like, uh, "Hey, greetings, good to see you. I'm glad or good to hear from you, and I'm writing to you. This is great, and I love you guys, and you guys are great." So I didn't have a whole lot to highlight because I'm just like, I mean, that's great that he's saying that stuff, but yeah, just... kind of a whole chapter, like it's a good chapter. And some reminders of just who Jesus is, you know, rescuing us from the coming wrath and all that stuff. It's it's good stuff. Yep. All right. Well. Moving on to chapter two, then. Do you have any highlights in this chapter? I do. Well, why don't you start? Hmm. It just actually kind of ties into what I was just saying about the, <laughs> what we were talking about earlier. So it's, it's verses 11 and 12. For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God, who calls you into his kingdom and glory. And granted... We can't, like, fully live lives worthy of God, right? We are going to fall short. Yeah. But we should be striving to do so and encouraging one another to do so. And, like, he's doing that with his spiritual children because he helped bring the news to them and isn't, you know, whatever. They're not actually his children, right? But they're like his children. Yep. And we should do that as parents to children as well. So it's just, it's a good reminder of how to go things, encouraging and stuff, but also, like, Urging you to live a life that's worthy. Yeah. <laughs> as best we, as we can. Mm-hmm. I highlighted verse 14. My dear brothers and sisters, the same thing happened to you as happened to God's churches in Christ Jesus that are in Judah. For you received the same kind of mistreatment from your fellow countrymen as they did from theirs, the Jews. Uh, just a question. Does it say Judah or Judea? Judea. Okay, just want to make sure. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I'm like... So what did you like about it? Sorry. Oh, um, just how it's talking about, like, it sounds like that they're still following God, even though that they've been mistreated, just like other churches and, like, how they're going through that or whatever. Hmm. That's the main reason I highlighted it. Gotcha. But that's my only highlight for this chapter. How about you, Jadefire? Oh, uh, no. Do you have anything else you wanted to say about the things that we highlighted? About, like, the... Um... Dealing with them as children and encouraging, or just the suffering that we the, share with the Jews? Yeah, um... Wait. In my version, it says, For you brothers become imitators of God's churches in, Judy, in Judea, Judea, which are in Christ Jesus. You suffered from your own... From your own countrymen the same things who those churches suffered from the jews um mainly that jews are supposed to be like from god or like god people they were god's chosen people yes yeah yeah and they're like just wreaking havoc sometimes yeah which is not... That's because they weren't ready to accept Jesus as the Messiah and Savior because they were expecting something different. Like someone as a king. Right. Well, he is a king, just not the, quite the king that they were expecting. He was even a conquering king, and they were thinking he was going to conquer people and stuff, but he was conquering our sin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and conquering our death. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, 
Let us move on to chapter three. I think we might be able to fit the five chapters in here. We're doing pretty good. We're moving on. To, unless we get distracted with something like eternity or an infinity and stuff again. And like then the last we'll just two weeks. talk about it for an hour. <laughs> let's, let's, hour let's start right? talking about it right now. How, no, we already uh, talked about those. I just said we stumbled upon something. <laughs> you guys want a long chat, right? We can just... All right. Chapter three. I do not have any highlights for chapter three. What? You have nothing is for chapter three? Is this my first chapter? I think it might be. Ruby has a chapter without any highlights for <laughs> us. You're the one who's supposed to carry us, because we often have nothing that's, that's highlighted. Hey, Just you always have something. getting exhausted. <laughs> I'm always exhausted. You've been on a very weird accent kick lately. Um, I, but I, uh, I, I do have a highlight, camp. actually. All right. They are at the end of the chapter, verses 12 and 13. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. I just, uh, I like the the prayer or whatever, or blessing or whatever about that. Just like have that love increase and overflow for each other. That's a important thing. And it's, that can be hard, especially when you're frustrated with people or whatever, or your enemies yeah. and stuff, right? We're supposed to love everybody. So just, and then he can strengthen our hearts to do so too, right? So that we'll be blameless and holy. So he will strengthen our hearts, which will help us to love others, but also to be blameless and holy. So we're not constantly... Like we're not we're not wandering the world with weak hearts that are just being pulled in every different direction by whatever we fancy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's just it's a good prayer. I think basically this is probably my application. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, did you guys have any other um, things to say about that? Or did you have a highlight? Uh, no. So moving on to chapter four then. I do have highlights. No, about flipping time. Alright. Verse five. How about before you read verse 5, I read verse 4, since I highlighted verse 4. That each of you should learn to control your own body in a way that is holy and honorable. And this comes not that long after the whole strength in the hearts thing, right? To be blameless and stuff. So yeah, we should have self-control, right? That's basically the same. Mm -hmm. We have control over our body, or we can have it. <laughs> we just choose not to sometimes. And your verse continues... Not yielding to lustful passions like those who don't know God. I think the reason I highlighted it is because um, how it's like, don't be like other people, like, kind of with your verse, how it's like, don't be like them and just do what they do, <laughs> like, disobey God. Just set yourselves apart because you're not like everybody else. You're Christians. Holy. Alright, go ahead with verse 10, Ruby. Indeed you love, indeed your love is what you're known for throughout Macedonia. We urge you, beloved ones, to let this unselfish love increase and flow through you more and more. I like how they're, they're just trying to be very encouraging, like, since they've triggered teak things, they're trying to, like, be almost over-encouraging on everything else so that they, like, know... Let the other people know that they're still on their side. It's not trying to make them perfect, but encouraging them. Interesting thoughts. I guess what I gather from it is just that we know that you love all of God's family throughout Macedonia, yet we urge you to do so more and more. So continue to love them, but maybe even love like beyond 
those people even. Mm. I don't know. I have highlighted verse 11 and 12. And to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just as we told you, so that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. So I think it's just, it is a really, I think it's worthy to try to strive for like the quiet life, not trying to like be busybodies and being in everybody else's business because we just mind our own business, but also to be able to take care of ourselves, not to stretch ourselves too thin so that we're not having to rely on others and be a burden to them. Now, that doesn't mean we can't ask for help. Like we should ask for help if we need help with things. But overall, we should be trying to strive to be able to help others. That's what we should be trying more for. I definitely and need to, to help, try that more. Yeah, and to help others, we need to make sure that we are doing what we need to do as well. So we're not dependent yeah. on others. Um, I need to work on me up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think your, your verse to remember sure. is verse 11. Sure. And to make it your ambition to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands just as we told you. <laughs> And maybe it's both verses, though, too. So that your daily life may win the respect of outsiders and so that you will not be dependent on anybody. Verse 11 more of a book, yeah. But mind your own business was a key one for me. (laughs) So you just highlighted it for me. No, I didn't. I I agree with the idea of trying to live a quiet life. It's what I want to do and not be so busy with all the stuff out there. (laughs) All right. Now that I've figured it out. um... What verse is it? Three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. It is God's will that you should be sanctified, that your that you should avoid sexual immorality. Um, I highlighted the part God's will, and God's will is uh to help everybody in the world and make them better. Um I think. That's my that's where my brain's at right now. Well, the verse specifically here says it is God's will that you should be sanctified. So his will is for you to be sanctified, not be helping others. You need to help get yourself straight before you can even bother to oh, try to help others. Like that verse, like... The you, blank in your eye? Yes. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's very important. So you need to become sanctified. You need to repent of your sins and turn away from them and get your life in order as best you can. It's never going to be perfect before you can even bother to help other people. Which I know that some people here do often get caught in the idea of making sure other people are following the rules while they are not. And so it doesn't work very well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it should be flipped around and they should work on following the rules themselves and getting themselves in order without even bothering with everybody else until they can get their life a little bit more on track. And that's just a good lesson for all of life because that's like one person could have that in order and then put into a new position or new situation where they're now like telling a bunch of people how they should do things when they're still doing it wrong. Depend, it just can happen like that. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else to say about that? Uh no, no. Okay. I also highlighted verse thirteen. Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. And I think this is just a great verse and reminder about 
that death isn't like death isn't the end. Mm-hmm. Right. There's another step after that, and they even talked about who sleep in death. Right. So they're just sleeping well, I mean, in this death. More. They're like it's sad that they're gone, but like yeah, but it's, it doesn't say do not mourn or grieve. It did not say that. Like there's a verse even that says like that you can mourn. Yeah, mourn with those. Yeah, but it says so that you do not grieve. Like the rest of mankind who have no hope. Like them. You can grieve if you don't, but just not like them. Yeah, and, and you don't have to be wallowing in it. You don't have to continue in it because you have hope, right? Yep. There's a song that actually says basically this verse. It's uh, by the Newsboys. It's the Breakfast song. Maybe it's just called Breakfast. I don't remember. But, it, but there's a point where it's like, Those of you here without the Lord, how do you cope? For this morning, we do not mourn like those who have no hope. <laughs> huh. Huh. Interesting. Because they had a friend who was good with God or whatever, but he passed away. And he's like, yeah, well, we're gathered here, you know, sprinkling ashes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not mourning like those who have no hope. Because mm-hmm. we know where he went. So he's going to be fine. We're sad that he's gone because we miss him. But everything's cool and we'll see him again. Yep. Basically. And it was all about their little breakfast club where they would eat breakfast together. So, like, they sprinkled ashes from a cereal bowl. It's kind of a funny song, but also a good song, like, th- theologically. So. <laughs> it sounds like Christian music some people would listen to because they don't listen to other kinds of music because that's, like, their fun music. I can see that. Um, and, if you, and it's just a good question, too. Like, those who do not have the Lord, how do they cope with death? How do they deal with it? Because they have no hope there. Like, they don't know where they went. <laughs> Some people think this life is it, and you're dead, and you just are done. You're gone. Psst. Cease to exist. Well, that feels kind of pointless. Yeah. And that means you have no hope to see them again. Yeah. Because they're gone. Completely. So how do you cope with that? How do you deal with that? That's super sad and tragic, right? Yeah. And it'd be, it'd be really sad if you would, weren't sure they'd be going to heaven or something. I agree with That's that. That's when you would be like and, sad. And I and that would be harder to deal with when you're like, I feel like they probably didn't have it right. I hope that they do, but like in the end, we still have some hope in the fact that we will at least get to move on from that and not be burdened by that grief anymore. But that one does way more as opposed to knowing that a friend who you're pretty darn certain is Christian is dead. It's like, yeah, I'm sad that you're gone, but I'll see you again. <laughs> see you soon, buddy. So I definitely would say soon. Relatively That's, soon, our that, lives are super short. Remember, we talked about this. I list. know. I, I was about to. Say, I was about to say that, but that's because I'm still young. Sure. All right. Did you have any other highlights, either of you? Nope. Just like two earlier. All right. Chapter, Chapter five. five. Yep. I think we're making good. Chapter time. five, verse one. Because <laughs> that's my highlight. Um. Now, beloved brothers and sisters, concerning the question of God's precise times and specific seasons, you don't need me to write anything to you. Um, what does it mean, like, now concerning the times and seasons, you don't have to have anything written to you? What does it mean by that? Uh, well, if you continue, it says, For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. While people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. So we don't have to write about you about times of when things are going to happen, because nobody knows. It's going to come like a thief in the night, and you're prepared. 
those that aren't prepared, it's going to suck. I think it's verse 6 that says, um, But you are not in darkness, brothers, for the day of the Lord surprise you like a thief in the night. Or something. Uh, no, for that day to come. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober, is verse 6. Oh, well, it's one of the verses somewhere there. Let's see. Well, let's read some more. But you, your brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should surprise you like a thief. Is that the one? Yep. Which That's just that? verse 4. Uh, did you have a highlight, Jade Fire? Yes. A serious highlight? No. All right. So I have verses 13 through 18. Hold them in the highest regard and love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. Encourage the disheartened. Encourage the disheartened. Help the weak. Be patient with everyone. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I like two of the sections of there. I'm not sure which verses one of them is. But I like the last few verses, 16 through 18. Yep. Um, I like how it's like telling you to rejoice always and pray. Constantly? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Um, and like all that. And then give thanks in will. all circumstances, good and bad, right? Yep. And it's God's will for you. Because that's the big thing. It's got, we're not supposed to be trying to just guess God's will for the world, right? We're so, it, we're God's will for us. And we should be and striving to do that. And it shows you that God's will is better for you. Because if you give thanks in all circumstances, you're just going to have a better life. Like, yeah. I Make yourself, it kind of makes yourself happier. Was it, it was your video you guys were watching the other night. Where they smiled during putting their hand in the ice. Was that right? Yeah. yeah. And it made it easier, didn't it? They were able to last longer because they were oh, smiling. Cause, yeah. Because they were focusing on smiling. So there was something different. They were fo- focused on something positive. Yeah, it was a video about how long you could keep your hand in ice, really cold water, Here. and people just put their hands in there, and they took them out, and then they doubled their time by smiling. Yep. Their hands in there. It was like body, like actual superpowers that people can have. Right. It's just, there's a lot, the positive thinking, having a positive mindset is very helpful. Somebody even wrote a book once called The Power of Positive Thinking. I'm sure it's a good book. It is. It has a lot of common sense in it. And the other part I liked in that was... Oh, um, yeah. That's right. You had more you liked in my feeling. I'm not sure which verses it was, but how... We had this sign that Mom made in the hall once. How it's like, help the weak, encourage the faint-hearted, and be patient with them all. Like, how it tells you to help them and encourage them and... Oh, yeah. Warn yeah. those who are idle and disruptive. So those that are not doing anything or just distracting other people. Um, encourage the disheartened so those that are just they feel like they're weak and sad and just can't do what they're supposed to do they're disheartened you encourage them that they can do it like one of your brothers who often feels that he cannot accomplish anything even though he can (laughs) get frustrated sure but we're supposed to encourage right and be patient with them all and help the weak so those that are actually weak help them in their tasks right and then, yes, be patient with them all, everyone. 
So this is a little piece of cake, right? It's easy to do these things. Well, yeah, yeah sure. sure. Completely. <laughs> I'm perfect at them. Yeah. And earlier in the one in my reading, and it's something I highlighted in the other areas of the Bible that we've read too, is live in peace with each other. There's another, the other one that was like, as far as it, as you can do, or whatever, as long as, for whatever your role is in it, live at peace with each other. That doesn't mean everybody will be at peace, but you do your part. Because then, if you live at peace, almost like in an argument, the way to create an argument, and the only reason I know this is because you told me, um, is if two people are being, like, selfish, then that makes the argument. If one just stops being selfish... There's not really an argument. Sure, the other person may be being selfish still. They may be being a jerk. You may get not get what you feel you deserve or want to have. But still, there would be an argument. And things would be a lot more peaceful, and it's not like you actually needed the thing, most likely. Well, definitely. You only need it if God says you need it. Sure. So these are very key things. I think this is a very good section to always remember. But yeah, those were my highlights for Chapter 5. All right. All right, so applications. Who wants to go first? I do. Okay. Um, Lay it on a jade fire. But don't burn us, please. Uh, my application is the self-control. Self-control? Yes. Control your body? Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what did it say? That each of you should learn. So it's not like you can just snap your fingers and... Oh, there we go. I couldn't even snap my fingers. It's not like you can just snap your fingers and be like in control. You have to learn, right? All right, so self-control, that's good. My application was chapter 3, verses 11 to 12. Oh, okay. I was going to say just the whole chapter. Yeah, the, I, I, um, my application is all Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. No, is that the wrong chapter? May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus comes with all his holy ones. No. Nope. Okay. Maybe it's chapter 2? I don't think it was chapter 4. Oh, chapter 4. It is chapter 4, 11 and 12. Because you said 11 and 12, right? Yep. Yep. And to make your ambition <laughs> to lead a quiet life, you should mind your own business and work with your hands, just Jeez. as I told you. I think... I think I said something else earlier, but actually, I really like this section that I just read from 5. Just remembering to give thanks in all circumstances, to pray continually, because I don't do that very well, and to rejoice always. But also the section, the other part of it too, with where, like, discerning, finding the discernment on whether I'm dealing with a disheartened person, or a weak person, or an idle, disruptive person, and then applying the correct aspect that I should... And be patient with it throughout the whole thing. <laughs> so, like, if I'm dealing with the idle disruptive, then I need to warn them. If I'm dealing with a disheartened person, then encourage them and help the weak ones. Yeah. And I don't always have that in the right order, and I don't always do that in the right way. So just being better at discerning that. Uh-huh. Especially when it comes to raising new kids, which... That's why the other verse took out to me, too. Even though it wasn't talking specifically about raising kids, but... Yeah. So yeah, that's mine. Alright. Well, Ruby, you want to close us out in prayer this week? Sure thing. Good, because it's your turn. Never mind, I don't want to. Well, now you just have to anyway, so. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, let's do it. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you that we're able to do this podcast. Um, Please help this to help other people. Um, 
and please help me be better to mind my own business mm. and the old man to be able to discern what need people need um, and Jade Fire to learn self-control. Amen. Amen.